Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Today's episode would not be possible without our sponsors. And I'm so excited to be able to share some of them with you week after week. So thanks so much for taking time to listen. Not a day goes by that I don't find some way to slip in to a conversation how much I love my hydro jug. (laughs) It's kind of gotten funny at this point, but I tell everyone about them, whether it's me talking about how much I love the straws that go in them or just how easy they are to carry around or the fact that I've just gone through probably 50 water bottles in my lifetime to land on something that I finally love and actually use. That's the key here. Hydrojug is here to take care of your hydration needs. And I can't believe this, but almost 75% of Americans are dehydrated. That means if you just heard me say this, you're probably dehydrated. I know I struggle with this too. We all know that water is crucial to our health. That's energy, skincare, and our overall wellness. How much do you actually need a day to unlock the benefits? Well, the typical answer is around a full gallon a day. Friends, this is why the Hydro Jug is clutch. They are a durable and reusable jug and they hold more than half a gallon. So you don't have to keep refilling it up. You just do it twice a day and you've got everything you need in terms of hydration. And aside from the convenience and function, it's just a damn good looking water bottle. I love all of the colors. They come out with different launches. I have the new cow print sleeve on its way to me because I need it to complement my pink and lavender colored hydro jugs more than anything. So it's kind of like a fashion accessory too. Hydro jug, like I said, holds half a gallon of water, has a leak proof seal. I know this because I put it in a bag with my laptop with confidence. It has a wide mouth opening, a carry loop, an integrated handle, measurement scale, BPA free plastic, dishwasher safe, shatterproof bottle. Plus you can get a sleeve that insulates your contents to keep it cold. And that sleeve also protects your hydro jug. And that sleeve also has two pockets, one for your phone and another for smaller accessories, such as your keys or AirPods. That sleeve also has an adjustable strap. So if you're someone like me who likes to carry 20 things at once, you can strap it across your body and you're good to go. Right now, I have a discount code at HydroJug. You can get 10% off with the code PAPAYA. Head to www.thehydrojug.com to customize your jug and use my code PAPAYA for 10% off your purchase. If you want to go to the direct link, you can go to thehydrojug.com slash discount slash papaya. Get your hydration on. Let me tell you, I saw somebody today who had the best skin I'd seen in so long, and I asked them what their skincare tip was, and they said water. So there you go. 
Stay hydrated, friends. Let's go back to the show. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Papaya Podcast. I'm your hostess, trying her mostest, Sarah Nicole, and each week I'm going to be dishing out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom or something like that. So get ready to get inspired, get candid, get real, because we are all in this digital space together. Before we get into today's show, I wanted to share some really cool news. As some of you may know, I'm a huge fan of Biosense skincare, and I'll be hosting a virtual event with Biosense, Oceana, and Sephora on August 17th at 4 p.m. Eastern. It's all about squalling, sharks, and skincare, and how they're all completely interconnected. I'd love for you to join and learn all about sustainability, how Biosense saves 2 million sharks a year, and which formulas I truly love. There will also be giveaways and I'll be including an RSVP link in my podcast description for you to register online and tune in. Would love to see you all there virtually. Please enjoy today's show. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Today, we're sitting with somebody incredibly special. What she is doing in the world, especially for mamas in Canada, is truly so inspiring, but also has so many ways that we can all get involved. We can all be the village that we all claim to be and want to be. I'm so excited to welcome Shannon from Mamas for Mamas. Hello. So excited to be here. So give me the run. I'm I'm like probably every other Canadian on the internet. I found out about Mamas for Mamas through Jillian Harris. I would see her talk about it all the time. And I'm like, what an incredible program. There was so much going on. And then I just had it in my head that that's a West Coast thing. West Coast has Mamas for Mamas. It happens out there. And then all of a sudden, somebody told me it was like here too. I was like, wait, what? And so I got to become involved with Mamas for Mamas in my local area. And it's been so cool to see, you know, firsthand through, you know, some of these calls to actions. You know, recently I saw they needed diapers of a certain size and it was like filled in an hour. And I thought, this is, this is such a beautiful thing that you're doing. And it just really pulls that community. And, you know, I know it's mamas for mamas, but like anybody can be a mama, really anybody can get involved, but I would love to hear like, how did this all start for you? What is mamas for mamas today? And how did it get going in the first place? Yes, girl. I'm so excited to tell you about this. And honestly, the expansion across Canada was a really wonderful, happy accident. It was just mamas that were in Kelowna And they love that sense of a village. They love that sense of belonging. So when they moved to another city or another province, they wanted to start one there. And so, of course, you know, when there's a mama, there's a way. And we said, okay, fine, let's do it. You know, we're born on social media. We were the first like registered Canadian charity born on social media. Normally you start a charity. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. They didn't know what the hell to do with us, to be honest. They're like, okay, this is great. Like you're a Facebook group. That's adorable. There's no way that you're going to actually get registered with the CRA. Right. You know, head pack, cute girl. So I'm like, you know, when we started it, it was just me and my garage and my two babies. And my husband worked out of town. Like, it was lonely. And yeah. I was actually just looking back on some memories today of when he came back to visit after being away. And my little guy was three years old and just like running up to him with this big, you know, we, we both cried when we were watching it. I'm remembering these days of just total isolation. And... I was finishing my master's in forensic psychology and I was like loving the work I was doing. I was working with criminalized youth. So 
So kiddos who were charged with um, any sort of sex offense or any violent offense, I was able to treat them and work on their recidivism uh, reduction. And that was amazing, but it wasn't filling my cup and it wasn't filling my heart. And my dad had passed away, you know, right the day after I got married in 2010 or 2009, he passed away. And then we had our baby in 2010. And it was like, holy shit, mother goose, what are you even supposed to do with yourself at that point? You're a 23 year old mom. You know, I just gotten married to the love of my life and then lost my, my person. And I thought like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So I came into a half million dollars when my dad died and a broken heart that nothing could fix. But mama's fixed it, you know, over time with this group that got started, it was just like an idea. 2014, where do you build a village? What are we supposed to do? All right, well, there's this Facebook thing. I'm going to try and, you know, rally some troops and see what we can do to kind of give back to one another instead of just right. selling to one another. It was brutal. It was like this weird marketplace of motherhood. Before the marketplace, children. right? <laughs> yeah, you know, totally. <laughs> I find it. So we had a guest on before, Nicole Brienne, and she talked about through her divorce, she was really struggling with what to do with that grief and with that love that was left over. And she said this quote that was, grief is just love with nowhere to go. And what you're speaking is essentially losing somebody having this money and having this love with nowhere to go and you chose to put it into something that filled your cup but also helped people in a really truly unconventional way but essentially where mothers were do you I remember when Facebook started and I was a mom of one (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh there's people to talk to my stat you never do you ever get those like memories that pop up and they tell you like what you were doing on Facebook that day and it's always like I'm watching this. I'm yeah. doing because it was our status. We were live. Up, it was before Instagram. We we're live updating our entire days in motherhood. And you look oh back and you're God. like, oh, that's awful. Yeah. But oh, the cringe. It's so cringe. cringy. We were part of this group called August Sweet Peas. And it was super cute. It was like on this, you know, baby link kind of thing. It wasn't even like a mamas for mamas style yeah. group. It was just if you're having a baby in Canada or North America around yeah. August, you join this group. Yes, I used to do those, like due date clubs or what they used to call them. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And they were so cute, but holy crap, they were judgmental. Totally. You could not get on there and talk about, you know, any of your fears without having 32 moms reaffirm them pretty quickly for you. And it's like, where is this idea that you have to be better than the mom Mm. beside you to be good enough as a mom for yourself? And it was this bizarre mentality. And I remember going to my Nana's house and she was the coolest person on mm-hmm, the planet. She just mm-hmm. passed away last January, but she launched the Motherless Babies Home in Lagos, Nigeria back in 71 and just completely took over the idea that if you build a longer table instead of a higher fence, you're using the same amount of wood, the same amount of effort, but you get a way, way different outcome. So I went and saw her and I was like, Nan, everyone is so mean to each other on this Facebook thing. And I love it there because I want to connect with people and I want to give my things away and I want to find moms who need stuff and I want to find other moms who don't need their stuff and connect them. Yeah. But what is this whole thing that they can't just be freaking nice to each other? Yeah. And she's like, well, Shan, like if you build a village, you get to build the rules of that village. You know, her little French accent. You get to build the rules of that village. And I remember thinking oh yeah, shit, you're right. Like I could build some sort of a a boundary around how we treat each other in this group. There could be this kindness currency that we implement rather than using money. Maybe, just maybe, 
we could be nice to each other. And that would be the way that we had access to the items we needed and the support we needed. And that was like, what an idea, what a crazy idea that kindness might be queen after all. And man, has it taken off. So what is Mamas for Mamas today? So today it is a specialized poverty relief agency with 25 like full-time staff members. And we've yeah. got about 275 volunteers across Canada that help us to fill the gap and make sure that there's no mama or papa or child left behind. And we do that by connecting mamas to their local resources. So we don't mm. duplicate efforts. There's really no point yeah, yeah, in yeah in building something that's already there. Our goal is to have the strongest social workers and victim service workers and mental health clinicians that can connect you to the resources that are already there. We do wicked, wicked comprehensive care plans and it basically meets you where you are. Your Maslow's hierarchy of needs need to be met in a certain way. You need to have safety and security before you can start focusing on going back to school. You know, you have to have food on the table. Like you you gotta, you know, be out of that state of chronic fight or flight to be able to start moving forward. So if you're still living in your hindbrain, mama, we got you. Like we'll meet you at your hindbrain, no problem. And we develop this really wicked plan for them. That's like, let's fill all the gaps. Let's figure out what you need. And then when there's absolutely nothing left and there's nowhere else for them to go, we utilize our internal mamas for mamas programs. And the fact that we went from like a $50,000 annual budget to 1.7 million this year in five years suggests there's a lot of freaking gaps to fill. Know what I'm saying? Next time someone says your outfit is trashy, say thank you. Girlfriend Collective turns old plastic bottles, fishing nets, and other waste into clothing you'll never want to throw away. Girlfriend Collective is sustainable, ethically made activewear for everyone. They make cute, comfortable bras, leggings, shorts, tanks, tees, swimsuits, and more, and their sizing is inclusive, ranging from an extra, extra small to a 6XL. Whether you're working out, running errands, or doing nothing at all, because that's also a thing and very valid, Girlfriend Collective has functional fabrics, colors, and styles for any activity, even the nothing ones. Their best-selling leggings are squat-proof, come with pockets, and have different levels of support, whether you need compression or comfort. They use recycled materials to make their clothing, and their shipping is 100% recyclable as well. And Girlfriend Collective also has this really cool garment take-back program called Regirlfriend. So once you're done loving your pieces, a long time from now, of course, you can send them back to be upcycled into new Girlfriend gear. And you can join that collective today. And for listeners of this show, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash papaya. That's $25 off. or more purchase when you go to girlfriend.com slash papaya. One more time, girlfriend.com slash papaya. Come on, girlfriend, let's get trashy and get back to today's show. In a study by Esquire, 54% of women said they'd rather be hit by a car than considered fat. If I'm being honest, I've been those women. So for me, this isn't just a podcast, it's personal. I'm Danielle Robey, TV host and journalist, and years of celebrity interviewing taught me that beauty isn't about what you look like, it's about who you become. Each week, I'm having thought-provoking conversations, digging into the stories of people who put a new spin on pretty. From entrepreneurs and authors to politicians and celebrities, no topic is off limits. So join me every Thursday for a new episode to feel pretty inspired, pretty seen, and best of all, pretty smart.
And I'll tell you, and this is this is like my own personal experience, but why something like this has my heart is because, and I'm sorry, it's like a it's a Monday morning, and I probably will cry because that's the state I'm in. Oh, I cry every day. For me, after leaving a long-term relationship, I had no bank account of my own. I had no car. I had no access to those things because in that relationship, all the ownership did go to, you know, my ex, which wasn't a bad thing. That was a relationship decision. However, it just at those end days really caused me a lot of fear and like, how am I going to leave? I had my parents. So I moved in with my parents. Not a day goes by that I don't think about that fact that I had somewhere to go and that so many people are without that. That so many people, it's maybe they live far from their family. Maybe their family is no longer here. Maybe they're not able to be those support people. We we can't assume, but I just know it happens. And I just know that if it wasn't for my family filling that gap. And I mean, it was a big gap to fill. I ha- I came with nothing. I literally had to use their car, use their money, use their food. Like it was a really big year. And I got back on my feet over time. It is not a great situation to understand and to know that there's a lot of people who are left without that kind of support or to even have to be in that place of being like, I don't know what to do. And at this point, I've had so many people come to me and they're like, what? I'm left a relationship. Uh, We're going through divorce. The lawyer's fees are so high. I don't even, I don't even have money for diapers. Do you have any idea what I can tell my friend to do or what I can do or whatever? And I'm like, have you reached out to mamas for mamas? Because I know firsthand that they're able to do something. And it's just such a quick access. And I think what makes people feel really good about getting involved is that at everybody's point in their life, there will probably be a time that you need help and need support. And then there's going to be a time in life where you get to be the supporter. I didn't get the, right. So now I'm in a place where I, you know, I'm in such a blessed opportunity. We get given a lot of things and Mamas for Mamas has given me a place for that stuff to go. I, I can't legally sell it and I wouldn't want to, but it gives me an opportunity to take a lot of the blessings we have and quite quietly give it into the community so that it gets used by people who really need it, whether it's like an excess of diapers or whether it's wipes or whether it's clothes or baby goods to have these things. And, and, and not only not only about the babies, but let's talk about the mamas. Like the mamas deserve new handbags. They deserve having like, you know, skincare. That's like really not like the, not the stuff that's like going to actually damage it. You deserve a pampering. You deserve such good things. And that's the time you probably need it the most. Like it really, really is. Well, so that's we all exactly have those it. seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't afford it when you need it the most. That's the craziest part. It's, that's when Jillian actually got involved in the beginning is she was moving to Kelowna and she had an extra nursery. She's like, how do I get rid of this? How do I find the perfect person for it? She did like a big giveaway. And then she's like, how do you handle all these stories? Like I have hundreds of people emailing me their stories about why they need this nursery. And she's like, they're heartbreaking. She's like, I'm moving there. And every time I get anything that I can't use through a partnership, like it's coming to you guys. And then she started coming in more and more. And she just fell in love with this idea that you shouldn't have to pay for the help you need with your dignity. In fact, when you come to mama's, you never pay for the help you need with your dignity. And you know, we make sure you have what you need, um, but not just what you need, but something that you want. You know, sometimes you just 
you want a new outfit that makes you feel good. And we've got merchandisers that volunteer and they'll dress you and they'll make you feel beautiful or they'll get you a new workout outfit. We'll help moms get gym memberships because it's a huge part of wellness is that holistic sense of care when it's not just, you know, self-care is getting in the bath and doing your nails. Self-care is doing what makes you feel good. You know, we just helped a mama get back into the gym with a few at training sessions and pelvic floor exercises because she's just really struggled since birth. I mean, for us, that's that's not a huge nominal cost, but for her, it is completely life-changing. And when you just spoke about your story, Sarah, I was just like choking up a little bit. I was thinking about a mama we have right now. And we had team meeting on Thursday. And we always talk about the cases, the impossible cases, which there's no such thing. But there was there's this mama and she's tried so hard. She's gone to, you know, every one of the comprehensive care resources we've sent her to or that we've worked with her to get to. And there was nowhere for her to go. Her husband has taken the support payments away as they go through court. She is so disheartened and just feels like, you know, maybe I should just go back. And I was like, no, 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 you won't go back. And our mental health supervisor, she doesn't, she doesn't get <clears throat> She's very good with boundaries. She doesn't get overly emotional about things usually. But on this one, she was just like, Chan, I don't know what to tell her. She's going to be homeless. And I said, oh, no, 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 she's not. (laughs) That's unacceptable. Where have we done? Where have we gone? She's been to 30 different agencies. She's too much of a high risk, Sarah, for the homeless prevention program to help her. The government mandated homeless prevention program will only help you if you have a plan going forward to pay for the entirety of your rent for the, you know, three months after you get the one month of support. Yeah, that that is, again, that's a poverty tax. We're talking like crisis situations. Who has a plan in a crisis? Thank you. I didn't have a plan. I left on a Wednesday. I didn't know what was happening on Thursday. Exactly. So this whole, the whole system is what drives me to keep doing this every day because it's broken. And every single time we get another mama that doesn't fit under a blanket rule of this is how you solve this poverty-related issue, there is no one-stop shop for solving poverty. It's an everybody issue. We all need to pay attention to what the system is doing to keep these women and men in a place of scarcity, in a place where they have to be powerless before they can find their power again. And I call BS on that. So we came in with our own homeless prevention program that we have within mamas that only gets utilized when there is no other option, when the high risk is so high that only mamas can help. It's like, what do you do when you're at the worst of the worst? You go to your mama. When you don't have a mama, you come to mama. This is like, it's like that when you said that line of she saying, maybe I should just go back. I think probably everyone listening to this probably felt that pull right in the center of their gut. And they're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> like, like I we will do something, right? Yeah. We are, we will do something. And this is like, just to give like a little bit of a picture, because I think a lot of times when we talk about poverty and stuff like that, we blanket it as something that it's really not. And it is really something that anybody can come on into at any point in time. I think this last year has taught a lot of people that. And also like reminds you to really be compassionate towards those who are experiencing homelessness, to understand how like fine that line can be for so many people, to understand that a lot of times addictions and struggles in life are rooted in a trauma. Like you don't know why there is a runaway. You don't know why somebody is homeless or why they're addicted. There is roots to everything and to know that we can do our best to show up for those people. But let's be realistic. There's a lot of people in relationships where you're dual income. Your entire life is reliant on both parents working 
or on one parent being at home, taking care of the children, and the other person goes and builds a resume so that at the end, you're left with, how am I even going to do this? I've got nothing on my resume. I've got two kids to take care of. I now need a three-bedroom home, or I'm going to potentially put myself at risk if I live in a smaller home, because what if, you know, children's aid says that that's not, you know, sufficient enough as a parent. The situations when you run your mind through it, and I think maybe because I was there, even though I did have my parents, my mind ran through, how am I ever going to do this? How does that work? How do you pay for the bill? How do you pay for the lawyer? How do you change your life or how do you get out of something for those who need to get out of something? Understanding how much our society today is really reliant on coupling. So when there is a single person that needs support or somebody in a coupled situation that has gone through hard times, it's really, really mind-blowing to know that we are now structured in a way that you are almost forced to figure out being in a relationship in order to make it. And for a lot of people, they need to get out of that. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. And if you think about it, like absolute versus relative homelessness, like technically you were homeless while you were living with your parents. You didn't have your own place to live. Luckily, they weren't sitting there holding it over your head. But a lot of people, they have to go stay somewhere where it's like, yeah, you get the couch and this small area for your kids to put a mattress down. And if MCFD finds out, like, you know, the, the children's protection, they will be removed. So the absolute homelessness is visible. We see it. We see the shelters full. We see people living out. We see people not having a place to go. You know, relative homelessness, we deal with hundreds of people every single month who are living on people's couches. We see this with mamas, but we see this a lot with foster kids. You know, they aren't living in a group home. They're not living in a foster home, but they're also not living somewhere safe. So our champion program looks after those kids without any questions. It's like you're in foster care or you are in a position where you're not being looked after by your mama. So you come to mama's, we'll get you a a Herschel backpack. We'll get you like something you can be really proud of. We'll fill it up with below the belt clothes because they sponsor us every year, like $60,000 worth of clothing that we just get to give these kids. Yeah, we just Uh. picked it up on Friday. The whole office was crying. Like, I swear to God, everybody at least cries at mama's once a day because of the joy of the the sheer joy of watching somebody come in and they pick up a basket of food and it's like this breakdown of gratitude when they're like, I'm sorry, but it's, it's been a lot lately with this new lockdown in Kelowna. We've had so many people lose work again and we have so many moms that come in and they're just so freaking hungry. And we've got the farm, which is amazing. So we can feed them fresh produce. We feed them fresh farm eggs, no charge. You know, you we have get, a farm. Hold we on. Have a farm. You have a farm. Well, yeah, because we've got to feed the mamas and food is so bloody expensive. We had to grow it. Otherwise we wouldn't be able to do our program. That's so, incredible. You know, it's like 12 cents on the dollar for what produce normally costs is what yeah. we can yeah. Yeah. produce it for. We get, you know, seeds donated from West Coast seeds and we do everything from little seedlings. And then we just we get it going and we've got a half acre of land and we don't pay for it because we have chickens on the farm. We give the landowner half of our eggs and then they just give us the land. So that's the whole model of Mamas for Mamas is that circular economy, that, you know, that ability to give back to people that give back to you without money necessarily Mm -hmm. exchanging hands because charity doesn't solve poverty. Community does, you know, that charitable safety net is a huge piece, absolutely. But it's the community that connects mamas to each other. It's the community that makes sure there's no mama left behind. It's just the charity that pays for it. <laughs> that was incredible. Charity doesn't solve poverty. Poverty. Community does. 
and really, you know, if you think about it, poverty is so much more than what you have in your bank account. And it's a good one, right? I know it's one of my favorites. to write it down. It's just power. I have recently fallen in love with Ana Luisa, this jewelry brand that creates these sustainably crafted pieces, and they are absolutely stunning. There is so much to choose from, and my favorite part, they start at $39. I recently picked up a really gorgeous bracelet and some earrings, and the first day I left the house, not even an hour later... Someone was asking me where I got those earrings from, which is no surprise because their pieces are absolutely timeless, gorgeous. And there's something just really great about the fact that they're this carbon neutral jewelry brand. It makes me feel really good about that. They also use recycled materials whenever possible. They're very transparent about their business practices and their small batch designs that are kind to the earth. So if you're somebody who loves the look of luxurious jewelry, but you don't want to leave that environmental footprint that so many can, check out Ana Luisa. And I, of course, have something special for listeners of today's show. Right now, and like I said, pieces start at $39, but right now you can get 20% off with their summer sale. Go to shop.analuisa.com slash papaya. That's shop.analuisa.com slash papaya. And you're going to get 20% off with their summer sale. One more time, shop.analuisa.com slash papaya. You are going to fall in love. I can't wait for you to see them and how absolutely gorgeous these pieces are and affordable too. Go check them out and let's get back to today's show. Yeah. And I, and I think that this is where I would love to really transition into knowing how to get involved. And I mean that on both ends, there's going to be people. And I think it's really important to get connected with mamas for mamas, knowing that maybe you're in a place of being a supporter right now, and maybe the day will come where you need support. And I do believe in community, you know, and there's a lot of times where we have to, our roles change within that world. Our role, mine changed very quickly. So it's a lot easier for me to see. But if you look back on your life, it kind of ebbs and flows for different people in different seasons of their life and how we can show up and really just um, taking away any guilt or shame that comes from needing support, because I believe that most people will probably come to a time where something, something they might need support with. And so I'd love to know, you know, if somebody just, you said it was born on social media, but let's say somebody listening right now, this is the first time they're hearing about Mamas for Mamas and they want to get involved for support or to be a supporter. What is their first step into this? Mamasformamas.org has everything. We've got a really beautiful, comprehensive website. Actually, our mama who built it was nursing her two babies as she built no the whole way. thing. Like our whole team is just incredible. I can't even explain it. She's just, she's my Berta. Anyway, it's just an incredible, um, it's an incredible way to get involved if you want to give back. But if you want to get support in any way, not just financial poverty, emotional poverty, if you need a place to belong, if you need a place to connect. 
right? You get to come to Mamas in any way. So you get, you know, mamasformamas.org. It has a list of all of our online, we call them satellite branches. And all these satellite branches across Canada are run by volunteers, except for Kelowna and Vancouver. We have full-time like staff and social workers and mental health providers. And we will be opening them all across the the country as well. So if you want to get involved in a bigger capacity, anyone listening, if you want to open a branch, we don't ask that you like buy into the franchise with money. It's just sweat equity and kindness currency. You want to build a village? I'll help you build your village. So the biggest thing too, Sarah, because this is a big event that we're doing together. I want people to come. Yeah, we got to talk about that. I know. I know. We're like already done. Yeah, I'm I'm hosting. It's I'm so hosting. Exciting. I've never it. been to Kelowna. <laughs> Me and it. my, and I've been debating if oh, I bring the baby. I've decided bring I'm bringing the baby. Bring the so baby. I was like, I can't come to a mama's <laughs> event and not bring my baby. Bring so, baby. And, and I'll tell you, do you know how I'm able to do that? Because Jill on the other side is, is making sure that I have baby stuff. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. I'm so excited. It's just just such a cool seeing it in action. And and that was, I was like, I don't, how am I going to do a car, how a car seat? She's like, I've got car seats. I'll do it. Like, I'll get you a car seat. We got everything. You just let me know what you need. We'll get it. Make sure you're good when you get here. Oh yeah. And so I'm coming to host. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be fine. I mean, it's just like, it's a borrow, but we're coming out to Kelowna. It's my first time ever. And uh, I'm hosting the Mamas for Mamas event. Now this is going to be hugely virtual and also in person. So people get can get involved in either way. I'd love for you to talk about this event. I know you do it yearly. This is yes. my, this is, well, I kind of popped in last year, but yes, this is did. my first time like hitting the stage with y'all. So oh, excited. tell it's me about the event. Year. It's my first year not hosting. So this is like the inaugural. Oh, I took your job. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> he took our job. <laughs> wanted to have somebody up there so I can just connect with the donors, connect with our people, connect. And I love being up there, but I'm a firecracker. It's nice to have someone up there that can hang you out can with You can hop on that stage with me anytime. Oh, you know I will. I can't <laughs> help myself. But it's like we have the Canadian School of Ballet opening with yeah. a black swan performance. Like oh, it is wow. representative of COVID. It's yeah. this big, dark performance that turns into a celebration because that's what we're doing, girlfriend. We're celebrating. And I know we're not out of COVID. I don't want to be mistaken on that. But we are coming out of a very deep, dark place and we're going to be celebrating and we're going to be partying on purpose because it's not just a fundraiser, it's a fundraiser. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> Have I heard that you've already sold out of all of yeah. the in-person tickets? Yeah, it, it, like it's, it sells out every year before we put tickets out to yeah. the public because we keep growing it from 150 to 250 this yeah, year. Yeah. We had to cap at 250 and all of our donors from 2019 and 2020, they get first rights of refusal for tickets. It's just kind of yeah. this loyalty thing that I have. Of course. Yeah. So we sold out the 250. I'm hoping we go up to 400 depending yeah. on the, the restrictions and whatnot. But yeah, it is pretty, a pretty great problem to have in the nonprofit world oh, when sure. you, you can't possibly keep tickets, you know, in your hands, but we did keep four tickets for anyone who gets one of the $25 tickets, because you buy a $25 ticket, not a big deal, but you get to see you, you get to check out the mama's scene, you get to see what's going on. And those are, like, we want 10,000 attendees from across Canada to see what's going on at that gala. So that's our goal here today, is to make sure people just get involved in some capacity. And then every time they get one of those $25 online tickets, they're entered to win four tickets to join us in person at the gala for oh. the night, VIP treatment. Like it's going to be no pretty way. gangster. It's going to okay. be pretty gangster. Y'all like 25 bucks, even if you don't make the event or you pop in <laughs> and say hi, 
$25 in order for like 10,000 people doing $25. This is just, if you can, or you know what I mean? Like this is such a cool opportunity to get involved and really like kick off potentially what could be a really cool relationship that you can look back on and say, this is, you know, I think for me, what I really like about Mamas for Mamas is I get to see a lot of like what's going on. I'm watching uh, it's nice to activate your support into something and then also get to see kind of big picture how it's supporting people. And I think that there's this episode of Friends where Phoebe says there's no such thing as a selfless act because there's always something that we get out of it. There's and no such she, thing as altruism. There, yes. It's not. It, there's, <laughs> it, it really does give you some really great warm fuzzies, mm-hmm. but also just I think it's such a great reminder to everybody to be that village or to be a part and to allow yourself no shame to be a part of a village if you need that support too. It is a it is a difficult time for a lot of people. And I think that we have such an opportunity here to really show up as a village on both ends of the spectrum and really just showcasing that. I can only imagine you've had some mamas use your program and come back as a supporter. Oh, you have no idea. Most of our staff members have actually come up as mamas who needed support. Actually, I can no speak way. to Selena. Selena's going to be our keynote speaker at the gala. She, I don't even know how to explain her other than I want to be Selena when I grow up. She used to sleep at the bus stops when she was growing up. She was in foster care, but not in foster care. She was one of the kids that could have really used our champion program. And when she got the downtown TransLink system for Vancouver to, to donate a ton of advertising for the bus stops, I remember her saying... I just wish that when I was a kid, I could have looked up and saw something like this and I would have had a place to go. And she has now come full circle. And I get goosebumps every time I talk about her. And she has come full circle and she's got her little man and she's a single mom and she just absolutely kills it. If you need something done, ask a busy mom and it shall be done. It's just, it's incredible. It's just (laughs) incredible, you know, but we've had people too who were donors. And over the course of COVID, they came and with no shame and with ultimate community village vibe said, I need a pack of diapers this week. And that's just the way it is. And there's no issue. It's you take what you need when you need it. You give what you can when you can. It's a real equalizer, Mamas for Mamas. You know, you're on this group in Kelowna, 18, 19,000 moms just in our Kelowna group. And there's everybody from, you know, people that live in the million and a half dollar neighborhoods. And there's people that live in very different uh, socioeconomic demographic neighborhoods, and they're all connecting with each other. They're seeing how each other live, and they're starting to understand that really the only thing we need to be worried about is how to fill the gap and how to look after each other. And when you're doing that and you're building longer tables, not higher fences, and you're looking after your neighbor, not to see what they have to compete or to compare, but to make sure they have enough, that's motherhood. Like that's mamahood, you know? Yeah. I love that so, so much. I'm so excited for the event. I'm so excited that we have a bit of a call to action to get people to be a part of it. I think I can only only hope that those 10,000 tickets are going to be flying. I hope that everyone listening... And, and you know what? Go and look up your own area too. There was, I had no idea for myself that there was one, um, just literally one town over and they're phenomenal. They travel, they'll, they'll grab a van and come and load. I just send a little DM and they come and they grab it all. They'll do call to actions for diapers and we get to see that being fulfilled. Everyone, I think a lot of times you have a kid who grew out of a diaper size overnight and you just have half a pack sitting around those can go somewhere. They have a place to land and somebody who really needs them. There's so many opportunities for things like that or how 
quickly kids grow in and out of things. We have so much excess that sits around and you're constantly like, where does this go? And, you know, there's so many donation programs, but seeing you can actually take control of exactly, you know, putting it right back into another mama in your community, I think is such a beautiful thing. So, you know, uh, like you mentioned, mamasformamas.org. I'm just going to say that's M-A-M-A-S, not M-O-M-M-A-S. So it's mamasmamas for mamas.org. Mamasformamas.org. Shannon, thank you so, so much. It was so lovely. Honestly, I I just have to say this. I believe that we are all kind of legacies of of people who loved us and, and believed in us. And I can only imagine what you've done with your father's death and with his money and with that grief and putting that into what is now changing hundreds of thousands of women's lives mamas everywhere and creating this community. I just think that what you're doing is such a beautiful thing. And I'm so excited to be involved in it, even in the smaller capacities that I, that I am and only growing because I'm just so excited. I didn't even know you had a farm. As soon as you said that, I was like, holy crap. It's just, you're doing so much and it's so beautiful. And I hope you just like take pause sometimes to think about your dad and this legacy that you're carrying forward with, you know, his life and, and using that into such a beautiful, beautiful way. And the fact that it's filling your cup. Thank you. I get so emotional when I talk about my dad, but he was, he was a good man. He would have been really stoked on this. And (laughs) yeah, I'm uh, incredibly, incredibly lucky to, to live this life. And I couldn't have done it um, if he hadn't looked after me from beyond. So if there's one thing that came from losing him, it's that I found myself and I found the mamas and that's, that's a win in some ways. I'm so excited for this event. I'm so excited to meet in person. Thank you so much for this chat and for everyone listening, please go take a minute, go to mamasformamas.org, go see how you can get involved Buy that $25 ticket. Maybe I'll see you out in Kelowna and, uh, with Thank my you, with my little baby on the hip. I'm so excited. It's going to be such a transformative time and such an amazing event as always with that you. Is. So oh. really excited for that and for everyone listening to go get involved. Like you said, I just want to repeat this line. Charity doesn't solve poverty. Community does. We can be that community for so many others. So let's do it. I think this is just, that's all we need to hear today. Yes. Shannon, thank you so, so much. Thank you, Sarah. You made my day. <laughs> you made mine. This was such an exciting podcast. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find us on Instagram at the papaya podcast. And if you loved what you just listened to or know somebody who would, please share it. Simply screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it to your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you'd like to lend your personal support to the podcast, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be oh so grateful. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of the Papaya Podcast, and we'll see you then.